Hey, welcome back. Another day, another vlog. It's Monday, we're back again for another week. Hectic weekend editing. Hope you get a chance to see the video Friday. A bit of a time zone stuff up on my behalf. Apologies. Um, yeah, for you podcasters and that, but maybe check it later. I actually did at 8.30 in the morning. I don't know what I was thinking. It was a long week last week and between the finishing the house in Brisbane, cleaning and painting and all the errands we had to do, um, there was, I'd sort of uploaded it, did it after the show on Wednesday, which I thought was Thursday. That's why I thought I was going to miss Friday, but I didn't. <laughs> um, so I ended up putting it up at 8.30 in the morning for a premiere. So it didn't really get many people, no one really turned up to it, so I can see why. It was a little bit early in the morning for a premiere. But um, yeah, anyway, if you haven't had a chance to go check that out, that's day three up. I'm working on day four, and it's a monster. Uh, day four sees us going, or travelling down to the coast to near Denmark, and we get to Elephant's Rocks, Greens Pool. Now, this is the day I did a, or not, this is the night I did a, try to go out to do an astro shot. It was one of my last chances where it was good, no moon and stuff like that. Unfortunately, it was cloudy, but what it gave me was <clears throat> absolute insane amount of time at Elephant's Rocks, which is a just amazing, beautiful spot. Uh, I had the, all the wrong gear, but it come up pretty good. So far, 530 photos. I'm whittled it down to, I think, 100... 98 by today and I'm just starting to do the final edit so I had to trim out the, a lot of stuff and there were some good ones I've trimmed out but there's a heap of just amazing shots in here so super super pump uh, a lot of long exposure stuff I did with piers and bits and pieces but yeah some amazing amazing shots in this one so I don't really want to rush it hopefully I'll be done by the next by the end of this week it's gonna be a long week of editing and we've got a go to a house auction and stuff tomorrow so and brother's birthday so there's a heap heap happening this week as always <laughs> in life in there we've just got to try and fit it in whenever i can and get some sleep when i possibly can as well so look uh, super stoked with what i've got so far unfortunately i didn't take my drone out this time but i did take my drone out another time so i'll try and fit that all in and see if i can find that footage you'll see that on another day when we go back there but uh oh yeah, just one of those uh, bucket shots, places I wanted to be. And it was crazy because when I went there, because I went out to do Astro, I was there basically at four, four, three, four o'clock in the morning when it was going to be perfect Astro, but there was just too many clouds. So I didn't get the stars I wanted, which I didn't really have much luck for the whole trip, which really just, which was really heartbreaking for me. But I had so many other opportunities. So, but. What it did give me was three to four hours in Elephant uh, Rocks Cove by myself with not a human near me. So just set up exactly where I wanted, got my shots, tried out everything, tried different exposures, apertures, ISOs, the whole works, filters, did everything. And I got the sunrise coming up. So I got those be some beautiful pinks and reds and yeah, some crazy stuff happening. On the photos so this is going to be one of those first ones that's going to sort of hopefully knock your socks off and some amazing photos to come on it so be aware over on insta side we finally finished the brenda falls photos there was a lot in that i'd combined the last two photos together i've 
was just excited about getting to some of these South Coast photos. So from tomorrow, there'll be a heap of South Coast photos starting to come up from day one and two and three and four and onwards. Uh, so they'll be starting to come posted up as we go through the week. So heaps. If you've liked a few photos, uh, as always, let me know if there's a photo in there that you want to get on the merch site. Over on the website, go check our merch page on the website, uh, 34media at squarespace.com. And if there's a picture there that you want, please let me know. Uh, send me a message on either this video or contact me by email and let me know if there's something that you want to get printed. It's easy for me. The easiest way for me is to go and put that up there as a print and then you can just order it and then it'll be actually be cheaper shipping wise and stuff like that. So that's definitely the best way to do it through our new merch store on squarespace.com. It's actually a really good system. That's a lot better than it was when it was Teespring. So be aware it's not that anymore. There's no ridiculous. They do use people to print in different countries. So the shipping should be a hell of a lot cheaper and hopefully a lot better product. So if you've had any dramas with it, let me know too so I can contact them. I don't want to stuff yous around. But yeah, that's probably the best way to do it, I think. And yeah, as always, just let me know what you want printed. And I can always chuck that up as a print and get it out to you. So yeah, I think that's all I had to say on the channel side. Sorry, I've got the fan off so I don't get the noise. It's a bit warm up here today, a bit muggy. But it's a bit of, a bit of clouds coming over. Now, um, so that's... As I said, heaps coming up on the channel. I've got a ton of work to do. I've got some amazing photos, so looking forward to that. Uh, haven't stopped working for the last three, four days, just editing, editing, editing. And while that's been happening around the world, there's been some craziness. Uh, Suez Canal has to be at the lips and tips of everyone's tongue. Uh, 400-meter container ship carrying 20,000 containers, the Ever Given, um, owned by a Taiwanese firm. As unfortunately got itself wedged sideways in the only single lane south section of the Suez Canal. Crazy, crazy stuff. This is the numbers of blow your socks off. Uh, this is costing three billion US dollars a day in either fines, insurance claims, or lost monies due to non-deliveries and stuff like that. Uh, they say there's roughly about $9 billion a day goes through the canal worth of products going in and outwards, up and down the canal. This saves four weeks of travel time around the bottom of Africa. So, And obviously down the bottom of Africa, it's crazy rough sea. So these big, massive container ships, which are top heavy, they're not really designed for big ocean voyages where you get the 30, 40 foot chop and all that craziness. They're more for the caramel waters they're just freight carriers they just want a nice smooth run uh, so obviously it's you can't have them going around the bottom of africa so it's a massive massive deal they've tried tugs they've hit all the tugs they don't have enough tugs in the world to pull this thing out at the moment uh, they get, i think they're looking at pulling uh, containers off that's not as easy as it sounds the twenty thousand of them you've got to have someone to put them you've got to have work out what hell the hell are you going to get them off Helicopters won't do it, uh, all that. So it's a logistical F-show, as they would say. I'm assuming there's a lot of people, A, getting sacked, questioned, and their ass kicked for whatever reason. So something, something's gone pear-shaped. And I guess it's just a really good idea that uh, to sort of give you an idea of how the world works, this, this lifeline. 
and I guess in the old days, it would have been the Silk Road back in China, when, uh, hundreds of years ago, the Silk Road. Everything flowed through there, the tr those trade routes. And if they're not working, and the cars are going past, <laughs> if they're not working and it's not sm flowing smoothly, then stuff's gonna happen. So yeah, look, it's a big, big reminder how, how everything gets to us. It's easy to press the button and order it online. But at the moment, you're going to see massive delays. COVID was causing enough freight delays. And we're talking weeks, possible a week to two weeks delays on, on major freight stuff wherever it goes all over the world. So, And that includes fuel that goes to Europe from Saudi Arabia and all those places. So this could end up with massive price hikes in fuel and shortages in fuel. So just be aware, it's, it's a big, big deal. So... A lot of smart people working on a solution. I'm sure they're going to work it out, but uh, yeah, a bit of a wild one. Now, Apple's uh, finally going to be doing a rugged version of these suckers. Um, I have the Series 1. I still have my Series 1 there somewhere in, my, in, my, in the rest of the stuff that's packed up for the house. Pretty much use. It was fantastic, just useless because it wasn't waterproof. Um, what I found out with my first Series 3 once Jack picked it up off the charger one day and smashed it on the tiles, <laughs> this is bloody terrible for impact protection. You can buy cases and stuff that bolt around them. Uh, Catalyst, I looked at their stuff the other day. They've got some really nice stuff. They seem to be out of stock and colours and stuff aren't sort of really available anymore. So they're not really doing the Series 3 anymore. They've moved on to the 6 and 5s. They do have some good stuff if you do want to protect your current watch. But Apple... Um, and I guess the other side of the story, G-Shock, which I love. I've got a great G-Shock, um, just ridiculously robust. They can go through everything that I used to use when I was working. It's mechanic. They don't have the features like music when you're running, wireless music. You can do all that sort of stuff or changing times automatically. They sort of can, but they're a bit of a pain in the ass and they don't really work that well. I tried to adjust my G-Shock the other day and it just doesn't work anymore. And it's, yeah, so there's things... Pros and cons of both. Well, Apple's going to be going up against G-Shock because the rumor has it from Mark Gurman that we're going to be getting a ruggedized Apple Watch, whether that's this year, maybe September we see it. I think it's going to be a great idea because making these waterproof made them huge, uh, big seller. Then now they've, they've worked out how to have it always on, which was the, another big loss because this turning off and on is a pain in the butt. No matter who you are, it is a pain in the ass. Um, so they've got those two things fixed to be making them rugged and still cost effective. Uh, so they're not a thousand dollars a watch. Uh, that's the next step for Apple. If they get that, they're going to sell a lot more than all these gimmicky health rubbishy crappy things that no one really gives a crap about. Um, if you're looking at that to know if you've got blood oxygen issues, then you're probably going to be dead before you can get help. So yeah, I've, I suggest. If you've got health issues, I don't know how to watch, unless for emergency calls, I can understand that. But uh, yeah, it's a little, the health side things, it's a crazy reason to buy a watch, I think. There's gotta be better things to check your stuff. But um, look, great news from Apple, and I think that will sell really well, and I actually would upgrade from this if I could get a ruggedized one, because uh, I definitely noticed I've been banging it a bit more, and even at a couple of hundred bucks Australian, they're still not the cheapest thing to be smashing and it'd be good to get one that actually can last a fair bit of time. So it'd be worth a little bit extra cash. 
Now, Xiaomi, uh, we know them from the phone company. They've got a new phone coming out this year, the Mi Mix, uh, one of their models. And look, it's going to be huge because it's going to be the first camera phone that uses a liquid lens. It's not new technology, but it is new technology for the phones. And what it will allow is one lens only. You don't need multiple lenses, so you don't need a telephoto or wide because using a certain specific sort of liquids, you can adjust the curvature to get whatever, basically an infinite adjustment for your focal length. So that's pretty amazing tech. Um, uses, yeah, I won't go right into the tech. You can have a look at it. I've got the sensor on the thumbnail to give you a bit of an idea about it. But basically it just uses electronics. So no mechanical uh, effects. It, this affects the specific liquid and then that'll change the curve on the liquid. I guess the best way you look at it, if you fill up a glass to the top and you get the bow on the top of the glass or you get that slight curve on it, think along those lines. They're basically like a lens, that curvature of a lens, and that's what they're looking at. And that's going to be coming in a phone possibly this year. So it should be very, very cool. Lots of advantages to it for weight, size, compact, all that sort of stuff. So check that out. Uh, Olympus, rumors Olympus, couldn't find too much on it. There was one, there was a, vid, couple, a video on YouTube about giving off some specs. There was a couple other bits and pieces. A new TG model, which is their Tough Gear version from Olympus, uh, OM Digital Solutions, they're now called. We know them as Olympus. Whew, it is hot without that fan off. <laughs> um, but yeah, this new Tough Gear number seven coming out. Number six, the best in this class, uh, without a doubt. Number seven due to come out. Possibly this year, we don't know. We don't know what's really happening there in that OM Digital Solutions or what their plans are as such. But the rumors are coming out now that this thing is not far away. Uh, it showed up uh, as a register registration for its wireless connection. So it looks like that should be happening possibly soon. Rumored specs, and these are very lightly rumors. Um, the source is not, not the most renowned, but very similar to the last stuff, but with a couple of different things in it. ISO up to 12,800. That sounds about fair. 4K 60, uh, HD to 120 frames a second. That's pretty good for a compact, rugged camera. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, should be good. 20 frames per second shooting. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Electronically, yes. I don't know. That's a pretty high spec for a little base camera, realistically. So that'll be interesting. 12 megapixel, so it should be fairly good with a low light, depending on what sensor it is. Uh, stabilization should be fantastic. It's Olympus, of course, we know that. And well, it's all pretty much, that's all I could really find on it, but it does sound good. Uh, they are renowned for their quality, same as the, oh, what was that one we used to have? The, um, not the Pentax. I've got one else there anyway, the Lumix. The Lumix, very similar that the Olympus TG and the Lumix. Uh, the FT7 we had here on the channel we used for a bit, uh, really, really good, great quality, same as the Olympus TG6. When this TG7 comes, I'm sure it's going to put a lot of heat in that market space, and it is still a good market space. I know we use, I use still got my original one that I use for fishing because you know I can throw it in the boat and it never gets broken, and I don't have to worry about it. It's always going to work. So they are really good, and that's about it. Another day, another weekend. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. I'm going to turn that fan back on and get back to the laptop and get these photos done. As I said, looking amazing. This week's video, day four, should be a perler. 
some just ridiculous shots. If you haven't seen day three, which is Mammoth Mammoth Cave, Mammoth Cave, and the Amaze Maze, uh, some really cool shots in there. Tested great testing with the iPhone 12 up against the RP for low light stuff. Some really interesting sort of finds there. Some side by side pictures to give you a really good idea of how good the iPhone 12 really is in low light. It does, unless you pixel peep hard, it is a pretty darn good contest. And that's about it. I will see you all again Monday, uh, tomorrow, Tuesday. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you all soon. I do have to go see a house tomorrow, so I'll try and get it out early in the morning, but I'll definitely see you tomorrow. Okay, well, if you come this way, that way, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.